episode 144, Red Leaf Retrocast. Colin, your clicking is going crazy. <laughs> is it? Oh yeah, we can hear that. Hit that noise reduction, buddy. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a windstorm. Your mouse is clicking at a million miles an hour. Joey, you're here too for the bike riding episode. That is your theme pick today. Yes, bike riding. That's Why? all cool ride that, a bike. That better? I guess we'll find out as we go, Colin. Hmm. Nope, we still hear the click. Anyways. <sighs> awesome start. Yes. And I'm keeping it in. So, Joey, why the bike riding? Do you have a bike? Do you ride? Do you ride bikes? Yeah, I've, I've been riding for kind of workout. So I got what I talked about last time with Swift and all that. Mm -hmm. I think I talked about it. So, yeah, I've been doing that. You've been Taylor Swift? Pretty much. Yep. Uh, yep. I've been trying to do it every other day. So I've been getting better at it. So I was like, why not play some video games about bikes? So that's what we're doing. I would be riding my bike if the tires weren't busted. Yeah. I uh -oh. mean, why don't you just ride it? It might just be hard and mm. safe. Mm. No. And there's a lot of construction right now uh, on the like main road where I live. So bad idea. Yeah, I went out once and then the attire like immediately popped. I'm like, well, you're going back in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, the dog days of September are upon us. It's even 90 degrees here in the island of Rhodes lately. So, yeah, the, it's yeah. been pretty warm up here, too. God, it hadn't been this hot all summer for me. Joey, we were talking about adult things like electric bills and heating bills. Uh, yeah. Is it any less warm? In yes. Houston? I think for the next couple days, it's going to be mid to low 90s. So All today, right, that's better. Today is high 90s. Uh, we had 100 Thursday and Friday, and I think we were one day shy of the record number of days over 100 in Houston. So Ugh. 2011 was hotter. Do not miss it. Uh, no, I was not living. I was in Michigan in 2011. <laughs> Although I think we did set the record number of days that didn't drop below 80 in a row. So Ugh. that's fun. Ugh. 79 here today. So yay, temperature and weather. What everyone wants to talk about for a video game podcast. But we could yeah, be riding today's bikes. a low 72. So I'm excited yeah. about that. Hell yeah, that sounds like <laughs> fire weather. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to put on a jacket when it hits 90 on Friday. Gonna... <laughs> that's cold. <laughs> <laughs> gonna get yourself a highball, maybe some Irish whiskey. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to start a fire. I'm gonna have to cuddle up, get some hot cocoa. You know, God, terrible. So bowling is back in full swing for me. Last couple weeks, body is ravaged. Less golf, but uh, new courses opening up on Monday. I'm excited to go play that after work. Those are my plans, and lots of video games. Lots of video games. Before we get into what we've been playing, there are some. Uh, releases that have come out uh boulders gate 3 starfield are kind of the top two going around right now so if you're xbox you finally get an exclusive that is actually pretty good but um i did get to play a little bit of it at a friend's place the other day for starfield it is and how was it uh, it's a lot of talking at faces that you can glitch out which is hilarious I think the best 
description I heard, it's early No Man's Sky meets um, Fallout. So, yes, I agree, because I, I was going to immediately make the comparison. It feels like No Man's Sky with a actual story. It, to me, it came across like what they wanted a Mass Effect game to be, but with more originality. <laughs> How yeah, I, but, I, but I think it either needs updates or mods to make it worth it for me. I don't know. It's... um. I wasn't too impressed with a game that has been hyped up for many, many years. It's it's like fine, just definitely just not, not for what me. It was. The, the gameplay wasn't interactive enough for me. It's um, I'm definitely more into like action and adventure games, and that feels more like a narrative-driven shooty guy every once in a while. Not great. Not 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 enough for me to go out and buy an Xbox. Let's put it that way. And I, do, I don't think that game will ever come out uh, for this gen of Xbox, uh, in my opinion. Uh, now, in the on the other side, where it's Baldur's Gate 3, which is out on basically everything, there's a lot of people I work with that are playing that game, and they love it. Uh, not my style of game, I've talked about that before, the Western RPG sense, since the opposite of JRPG. Uh, Joey, I think you'd like this game. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe when it's not sixty bucks, I'm just. I've played the other ones, but I just don't really want to play a turn-based game right now. That's, I guess, not like the card game that I'm playing anyway. But no, inscription rules. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, just like the turn-based combat, kind of just not something I want to do right now. So maybe the future. Yeah, but Baldur's Gate Three is getting like near on perfect reviews. It wouldn't shock me if that is a. Um... Game of the Year winner, even with Tears of the Kingdom coming that came out this year. Now, as for games that are coming out in the future, I'm going to work backwards from font kind of like mid-October. We got Sonic Superstars. Colin, you brought that up earlier. Is that uh, something you're yes. looking forward to? Absolutely. I mean, it's 2D Sonic with four-player co-op. So that'll be a lot of fun to play with my nephews. Yep, we got a plus. Go on. Plus this time, the Chaos Emeralds actually give you extra powers. Ooh. So that'll be interesting to see. Incentive. Couple Mario games coming out. I uh, don't have the release dates in front of me, but uh, we got uh, what is it? Wonder and the RPG remake, which are which is kind of cool. I'm sure, those will be good. Assassin's Creed Mirage. Let's see if they can bring back another Assassin's Creed game from the dead. <laughs> mm -hmm. so yeah, I'm, I'm actually interested in that one. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm always into Assassin's Creed games. I have just about every single one of them. I've played every single one of them. I have essentially enjoyed every single one of them. A um, few exceptions here and there, but you get the idea. Yeah, the only issue is that it's Ubisoft, and I really hate going through their environment mm, i mean go get the tower basically <laughs> well no just like logging in i just hate having to oh, like if i play tough. on steam then i have to go through ubisoft and even when on playstation i have to go through ubisoft i just rather they just work on the things that i want to play their games on mm. i mean that's that's absolutely stopped me from getting other games on the ps5 that are free i just like i just don't want to 
deal with logging in Ubisoft. Gotcha. Lies of P comes out in like a couple weeks. Keep your eye out on that game. I really hope it's good. Well, it's that one about. Joey, you just looked it up. Do you care to describe yeah, it the best it's... of your ability? Uh, Steampunk Pinocchio. Huh. Interesting. But, yeah, I guess that would be close enough. I don't know. It looks weird. It looks interesting. Yeah, I guess aesthetically I've seen it compared to Bloodborne in a weird way. Yeah, that, yeah I can see that. Uh, the gameplay looks very fast action-paced. Uh, I'm... I believe it's by THQ. Is that right? Uh, THQ is... Nordic? <laughs> Let me see. I just had it open. No. Uh, NeoWiz Games and Round 8 Studio. Ah, uh, yes. Who could forget? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so not that. And then... Uh, there was another one. Payday 3, you mentioned. Yes, Payday 3. It's actually an open beta right now, which... The beta kind of pissed me off, but... I understand why they're doing what they're doing, but still, you can't play solo right now in beta. You can only do matchmaking. And I want to do some solo heist. And Colin, you had one last game that's coming out in a couple days. What was that one? Myth Force. It's like a first-person melee brawling type deal with weapons and magic and it's done in the style of like 80s saturday morning cartoons like he-man or thundercats and i've seen a bit of gameplay footage of it and it looks like a lot of fun so i'll be looking to get that one Alrighty. and joey what games have yes. you been playing you kind of briefly mentioned the title yeah. earlier uh i started playing inscription so been get my ass kicked in a card game and exploring the mysteries and then brute forcing my way into things that I could have just sat around and waited for this story to give me answers, but that safe was easy to crack. Okay. <laughs> what do you think of the idea of a horror based story game around like card games to the death? I mean, I think it adds a little extra to a card game. So it's just not just a game. So the story actually makes it more interesting and, Makes me want to go further. So, yeah. I'm excited to keep uh, keep um, hearing your thoughts about that. That's uh, That game was very good when it came out a couple of years ago. I spoke about it on the podcast, I believe, and I spoke highly of yeah. it. So I'm glad you're, uh, you're, getting, you're getting around to it. Hopefully I get better so I can get further along. Yeah, I'm looking forward to your second half uh, opinions there. Game gets a little little weird. <laughs> what what starts second half? Like how many bosses do I have to get through? Let me let me put that? it this way. You'll know what I mean. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. And then is that it? Uh, I played some Rocket League first time in like a two years. And that's it. All right, Colin. How about yourself? Well, I've been playing a few more games this time around. All right, so before you get to the one that we have a commonality in, what are the others? <laughs> well, I, I started playing The Messenger on Switch. Ah, hard as shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For those who don't know, its prequel, Sea of Stars, came out recently. And while they take place in the same universe, their gameplay is worlds apart. 
because Sea of Stars plays more like Chrono Trigger, among other things, while The Messenger plays more like Ninja Gaiden, although you have a duck feature in it. Sea of Stars and... is getting tremendous reviews, and um, they made their like multi-year-long goal, like money-wise, in a week. <laughs> so it's an extremely successful game for what they put into it and their uh, goals they had in mind. Um, in another Discord server I'm in, uh, filled with mostly Redley fans as well. Uh, there's quite a few of them playing Sea of Stars, and they speak very, high, very highly of it. I'm excited to eventually get into that game. Uh, <laughs> who knows when, but I'm definitely going to be getting it. No question. Yeah. I'm waiting for a, a physical release to come out before I play it. So I got so much other shit to do in the meantime. But should be coming out first quarter of 2024. But yeah, I'm really enjoying The Messenger. Has a very self-aware sense of humor from the shopkeeper. And the visuals are fun and the gameplay is really fun and satisfying. I don't think I've gotten quite to the, the hardest shit parts, but... There's still time. I've been right. playing more uh, Spider-Man on PS4. And now that I'm getting better at it, it's becoming more and more fun as I go. Are you getting into 18 inches of Venom? <laughs> <laughs> See that meme going around? No. I have not. So, How far are you uh, in spider -Man? Yeah, it, um, there was an advertisement on Twitter that they put out... Uh, get all 18 inches of venom in you or something and then they, they everyone started naturally going hey wait a minute <laughs> <laughs> so it just became a meme that was going around uh twitter of well essentially penis jokes so <laughs> <laughs> that's funny yeah but yeah how far are you in spider-man um i'm past the part where the the guy who runs the homeless shelter is revealed as the villain who is okay, running yeah. the, the demons gang. The demons. Okay. Yeah. I haven't quite gotten to the the real sinister stick ah, sinister six moments, but we'll get there. And I'm sure JD has been waiting with bated breath for this. Okay. I got Armored Core Six yes. and played a couple of hours of it. And I really like it. All right. First question is, what build are you going for first? Close range, mid range, or, or uh, distance? Uh, mid to close range. Ooh. Okay. So I assume then you have like the uh, beam gun and the sword combo. Yes. Ah, that's what I went up. with. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, I just beat the, the Juggernaut last night. Oh, that's the uh, huge Wild Wild West walking spider with the giant laser, right? No, it's more like the, the big armored tank that has rocket boosters on it. You have to try and get its rocket pack on the back, but it's very good at <laughs> guarding it. But I still managed to beat it. I thought the Juggernaut was the giant Wild Wild West spider thing. No? No. Or is the Juggernaut Although the mission before that with where you have to destroy the uh like energy silos and then there's that is that the giant one that's like protecting it that you don't really have to fight? 
No, this is. I think this is after the big Wild Wild West spider. Because oh. now I just remembered what you're talking about. Okay. But yeah, I remember the the big spider walker thing, and that was a really cool mission. Yeah, that was cool. I I didn't figure out how to really dodge the laser, so I had to like go around where the enemies weren't to get under the legs like immediately. Ah, yeah. Did you were you able to dodge the laser? Uh, half the time. Yeah, I just never got the timing right. I just kept getting nailed. I'm like, what is going on? And then and then there was uh there was always like four or five mechs just un- <laughs> at the same time firing missiles. I'm like, this is this is uh, weird. <laughs> it's basically yeah. telling me to not go this direction. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I got sold on this game after watching Yang Ya's review on YouTube. Mm-hmm. It's like the gameplay and visuals looked utterly spectacular, so I figured I had to get a copy. <laughs> and the gameplay is a lot of fun. Very satisfying. It's pretty much everything you would want from a mecha game. Right. It reminds me a lot of Damon X Machina, although I haven't picked that one up in a long time. Yeah, this one's way better, though. <laughs> <laughs> have you like, yeah. have you gotten into the customization craziness yet? Or are you hanging off on that a bit until you get just a lot of stuff and then you can finally go into it further? Yeah, I'm kind of waiting until I get more more stuff before I go into that that whole deal. Yeah, it's, although that's I the did, same for me. I did uh, do up the paint job of mine pretty personally how did how did you did you do that no i'm still essentially in default mode i haven't even touched it yet well i i did up my paint job to look like the the strike gundam from gundam seed (laughs) yeah you can you can look up uh, yeah you can look up a lot of different builds that people have gone into essentially making the exact gun gun tank from uh the original msg and that kind of stuff you can you do whatever you want with these things, and it's and it's wild. I do like. What do you think of the stun system to it? I like it. It's uh, and uh, good. I don't know what it reminds me of, but it's uh, it it's helpful. It's like it's uh, you need it. You need it for certain bosses, like the the juggernaut I just mentioned. I mean, it can be a bit of a pain in the ass when it's happening to you, but it's still still an interesting way of doing things. Keeps things fresh. Yeah, so Joey, just so you know, um, the stun system in Armored Core 6 here is uh, a little controversial with how easy or difficult the game can be and how it kind of nerfs fights immediately, depending on your, your build. And to me, it's like figuring out a puzzle. How do you get to the point where you can pull that off uh, over over just grinding a boss fight like a, like a Dark Souls. Interesting. Yeah, so if you get if you get stunned, you can lose like three-fourths of your health immediately uh, in some so cases. So it's like Diablo 4, when you get stunned, you pretty much die. Right, yeah, so you, you kind of have to avoid the, that uh, at all costs. Um... Now I couldn't figure out if the 
opinion on the difficulty of the game uh, when they said first boss fight is that the initial one where you're fighting the like the giant helicopter in the air or the uh, I guess it's called the juggernaut as you said Colin or that what do you think is it is it both of them combined or I think it's the helicopter it's got to be the helicopter that's what I was thinking how many times did it take you to beat him um, eight maybe I beat him on my second try. I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> Ooh, Mr. Badass over here. Yeah. Uh, first time I got stunlocked, and I'm like, what happened? Where'd that come from? <laughs> and I died, like, immediately. And then the second time, I just kept charging at him and using the sword, and I eventually won. Hmm. Because when you go under, he doesn't, like, fire any missiles. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I guess maybe from I accidentally I've... fell into that. Yeah. Yeah, from what I've heard, the the story has branching paths, but instead of dialogue choices determining the course of the story, it's more like Star Fox 64, where your actions in battle determine it. Oh. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure how it works. I wonder if that would be... I wonder if that would be tied to, okay, here's your mission. Uh, The more suits you destroy, the more money, or you can just accomplish the mission with less, like, death involved. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Or when when the guy goes, okay, like, uh, I think it's the fight before the the giant spider uh, thingy is, okay, you have that giant mech that's, like, playing protection to all the uh, energy silos, and he goes, he's too strong, ignore him, just focus on the mission. I tried fighting it a couple times, and I'm like, yeah, it's a little strong for me not quite ready, I'm not good enough yet, so then I just uh, ended up ignoring him and going with the energy, so I wonder if that's kind of how it's tied into it. Yeah. I mean, there's a new, there's a new game plus mode, so I think that would, that would help out in exploring whatever other story directions you can go. Yeah, uh, lots of good replay value. So, Joey, for just so you know, Armored Core 6 isn't like this continuous level that you play, not really an open world. You play mm-hmm. a mission, and you're dropped into this, what's called a zone, right? And, well, isn't that how the other ones are? Well, yeah, that's how most of the Armored Cores are. But for purposes of... Because people have compared... Because it's by From Software, and people com- immediately mm-hmm. compare it to... Uh, Elden Ring or Dark Souls and the like. I'm like, well, it's kind of nothing like that. It's its own look and feel, and uh, that's what I think. That's what's good and separates Armored Core from the other From Software games. And it's made super well. the The speed is very fun. Yeah, and the the strafing and dodging combined with jumping and flying is what really sells it for me. Yeah, it's very, it's very, uh, seamless isn't the right word. It's very fluid, I guess would be a good way. Nah, yeah. So let's Can't see here. Armored like Core, look at, it's... look at the hours of all these games that, okay, I'm just going to go through this. This is wild. Final Fantasy 16 came out. It's a 60 hour game. Sea of Stars came out. That's 34. Armored Jeez. Core 6 is 25. Baldur's Gate 3 is 92. Huh. And I'm 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 just going off of uh, how long to beat main plus extra. You know, not just main story. 
because you always assume you do like side stuff or something at some point. So the average player gets closer to the main plus extra, right? Follow? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, 111. <laughs> I'd probably be around the 75, honestly, when I uh, get done once upon a time. Uh, and Starfield is 50 and a half. These games are so long. Yeah. Let's yeah. See. Well, How long is the average? Because Pikmin, I've put in, I think I'm like 35 hours into Pikmin, and the average is 26 and a half because I'm playing that extra uh, extra stuff, and my pace of play is definitely much slower in Pikmin Four than it should be. But even yeah, even then, that's like a 25 hour game, like minimum. Crazy. Meanwhile, we're about to talk about two biking games that we maybe played for 20 minutes each. <laughs> and one of them is like maybe 30 minutes long. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, if you're good and you beat it. <laughs> did you guys see my uh, picture of my Armored Core build? I sure did. Looks pretty sweet, man. I like the red and blue. Yeah. <laughs> Red, white, and blue. Yeah, I'll, I'll, eventually, I'll eventually get to that. Yeah, I'll eventually get to that point of customization, but uh, I might put Armored Core 6 down today, and I don't know if I want to play more Pikmin 4, or I definitely want to play something on my Switch. So I'll be, I'll be doing that later, for sure. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's all I've been playing was Armored Core 6. <laughs> Obviously, it's going to take you a while to beat it. Uh, it's going to take me a while to beat all of these games that I've bought this year, and I haven't beaten a single one. So I'm very depressed at myself. I'll have to start putting things to the side. Now, I did watch the One Piece live action on Netflix, and I do recommend it for anime fans. It's very good. Oh, it's good. Yeah. I even yeah, recommend it for non-anime fans. Yeah, it's lots of fun. It, um, it, I thought the pace was super well done. Uh, they skip the Don Krieg fight, which I was totally okay with. They yeah, kind of they they showed. I mean, they shortened it and they yeah. did it in a different place. Well, well no, it references. They showed the first how, one. Yeah. They, they referenced in the anime, and then they didn't show. Yeah, they made a lot of changes, but I think I, for the better. I I mean, I guess I guess the one disappointing thing would be really I, I kind of wish the fights were a little longer. And how they got to the point, I think they missed the feel on kind of the dramatization that the One Piece anime has in those fights. Yeah, yeah, I, I can see that. That'd be the one thing. But, you know, I was very satisfied as a One Piece fan how that worked out. Yeah. I, yeah. Funny thing is, it's by the same people who did the Cowboy Bebop adaptation. But this time around, they actually had a Chiro Oda give his input on it so i think that's why it was so much more successful took their time like this was like four or five years in the making they spent all the time building the sets so they even put the care in the into everything yeah i I still didn't hate the cowboy bebop netflix thing but i didn't think it was that bad clearly people were very upset with it (laughs) yeah yeah. Well, it's a pretty high bar to meet from the original anime, so yeah, that people are going to be pretty critical. Well, can we all agree they were all better than the Death Note one? 
Yeah. Well, yeah. And that was even one. better than the Dragon Ball movie. Well, <laughs> <laughs> pick one. <laughs> okay. Yeah, pretty much. I will play the drop and we'll start talking about bikes. Okay, Joey, theme and why you picked it. Theme? Uh, we already talked about it. Bikes. Bike riding, I think I called it. And because I was riding my bike. So, very simple. <laughs> Straight to the point. I was All busy, right. okay? I had to do a quick, easy one. Let's get started on Paperboy. Oh, boy. Uh, developed by Atari. A uh, bunch of other people, too. For different adaptations. Came out in 85 as an arcade, and then it's on, like, everything. Basically, so, yeah. <laughs> I played it on the uh, NES. The same. I want to say there's a super version, but I remember playing this as a kid. Um, so uh, you're a paper boy, and you got to deliver the paper. Yeah, he lives in a around... piece of shit neighborhood. Yeah, that has death, uh, tires that come out of nowhere after you. Dogs that chase you, old ladies that come running out of the house, cars that try to kill you, little kids on toy cars that roll into your way. Like, yeah, just no one pays attention <laughs> to shit in this neighborhood, and the paper boy's gotta gotta avoid all these obstacles. It's wild. Yeah, it's it's a very simple game, but this kid it's fun. This kid doesn't get paid enough. <laughs> does he even get paid? I don't know. We never see a transaction. You think uh, no. he does a pro bono? <laughs> Maybe I don't know. We don't have any currency. All we get is points. I don't the, think uh, he can buy things with points. Yeah, the lore, the lore in this Paperboy game. I'm not feeling it. Uh, definitely docking points for that. <laughs> <laughs> did, did either of you have an actual paper route growing up? Uh, no. I helped out on one one time for a friend. There like, was a pickup I... truck that threw newspaper onto the lawn that was always wet and crumbly. Yeah. <laughs> I think I helped cover one week for a friend. That was it. I actually did have a paper route growing up. Oh. I mean, it was probably my first ever real job. Did you have to dodge death and dogs and cars and snakes? <laughs> I think they're snakes. No, but you did have to load them up, load the papers up with flyers, and then load the papers into your cart, and then go on the route and put the papers in the mailbox. And then once a month, you actually collect money from the residents themselves. God, you had to be like a loan shark. Where's my money, yeah. Frank? Where's my money? <laughs> I don't know why this. They're quarters short this week. <laughs> Where's my money? Pull out a hammer. No, you just pull out the paper that's been like ex rolled extra hard. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Mrs. Fingers. Smith. You know I had to come this month. <laughs> you knew this was coming. <laughs> <laughs> Sparky in the back came at me extra hard last week. That's going to cost you an extra fiver. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that would actually be kind of a fun game. Fun comedy game. <laughs> paper boy and then if you complete the level you have to go collect the funds from the people and then you're trying to extort them out of money <laughs> <laughs> kind of like a, a newspaper tycoon 
<laughs> and even as new papers start going out of print, you still have an iron fist and people still pay. They try to back oh, out. Yeah. I don't need the paper. I got the internet. What you say? Johnny, yeah. I got you gave <laughs> me paper? last week's issue again. Excuse me. You will enjoy the sports section again. <laughs> <laughs> I can't pay the $100 a month. Does it matter? <laughs> Rockstar could make it just like with Bully. Paperboy is actually a front for for the uh, protection agency of the neighborhood. Protection agency. <laughs> oh, be ashamed if newspapers kept go flying through your window. <laughs> it's just a newspaper <laughs> with a brick. <laughs> it's got it's the big IOU with a skull and crossbones in front of it. <laughs> it's just a brick that says newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> the, a notes in, inside those holes that just say you owe <laughs> god so that's really what he's throwing uh, yeah in, in paperboy the nes game you you can throw it through the windows and you get dot yes, points but really you're extorting money out of them <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, Angry Video Game Nerd actually tried out hitting a window with newspaper and on the last try, it actually did break the window. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, I broke a lot of windows in the game. Damn right you do. <laughs> yeah. Break windows, uh, like hit mailboxes and shit. Yeah, it's um, it's got a good physics system, even though the lore isn't there. But we made the lore right now, right here. <laughs> yeah. And then you go through the obstacle course if you make it through your route to get extra points. Yeah. The player attempts to deliver a week of daily newspapers to subscribing customers, attempts to vandalize non-subscribers' homes, and must avoid... Oh my god, so you do have to... Whoever isn't on the route, you gotta like throw it through their window. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, you're yep. supposed to? Okay, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I thought <laughs> I was just doing it for fun, but that's that's great. It is part of the lore. <laughs> oh, you're not subscribed <laughs> to us? Wham! <laughs> <laughs> and apparently sometimes they do become subscribers after you do that. <laughs> yes! Alright, great game. Love this game. Uh, <laughs> 10 out of 10. Must avoid hazards along the street. Subscribers are lost by missing a delivery or damaging the subscriber's home. Okay. Oh, you can also run out of subscribers uh, for the game to end. See, this is great. This is what I'm talking yeah. about. You can make up your own lore. It's good in-game content there. We're having fun talking about it. This, this is a good game. This is good stuff. It's classic. And in the Genesis version, the newspaper itself says the world's most throwable newspaper on the front page. <laughs> yes. So that's pretty funny. Awesome. Did anybody look at Paperboy 64? I have not. No. Yeah, I looked at a few clips of it. And Tell me about it. The, the graphics are atrocious, even by N64 standards. Oh. <laughs> Although, fun fact, High Voltage Software, who are the developers of it, also developed Lego Racers, as well as, and I'm sure Kevin would love this, The Conduit. Ah. You're not a true gamer until you've played The Conduit, as we discussed on the podcast. Indeed. Um, yeah, and you must be drunk at the same time. If you can't handle it without puking, then you're you're no real man. Alright, so... Paperboy on the NES goes for about 15 bucks. Damn. The N, let's see, the Sega Genesis, 
Oh, there's a Master System version. Oh, on PAL. Okay, never mind. The Genesis Paperboy is about 10 bucks, And I'm looking at... Let's see. N64. Oh, there's a Paperboy 2 on the NES? I never knew that. Yeah, that came out in 91, I think. Here we go. Paperboy Nintendo 64. $17. Okay. Well, we know the NES... Uh, $15 for Paperboy. Is that worth it? Not for 15 bucks, but otherwise, get it on another system. I'm passing it. Yeah, I'll give it a soft pass. I enjoyed Paperboy. It is, a, it is a pass in my book. I think $15 is a little steep for the simplicity of the game, but uh, clearly, it's uh, way deeper than we thought. <laughs> Indeed. Okay, so my we all passed Paperboy. Training. Who the fuck knew? <laughs> it's yeah. classic. And now for very much. Very much so. The game that I know everyone's heard of because I totally heard of this before I found it. No Fear Downhill Mountain Biking. Of course. Uh on the PlayStation and oddly enough, Game Boy Color for Europe only. Hmm. So that <laughs> it uh was developed by Unique Development Studios and I guess the Game Boy one was Codemasters. And published by THQ. Okay. Nope, that was Game Boy 1. And Code oh, Master this published is the, for Okay, this Play is the THQ. Okay. This is why THQ yeah. is in my head. Yeah, well, they only did the Game Boy 1. Right. Codemasters published the PlayStation. <laughs> um, this game is uh, mountain biking, although more trial riding, because you do a lot of town stuff, too. Very simple game with, what, five riders and, like, five or six tracks, something like that? Uh, there is... I think six riders, and you can unlock two more. Ooh, yeah. There's eight riders and a number. Okay, which rider did you pick? Because I picked mine totally on stats and not because boobs. I didn't, I didn't just pick Jennifer for the <laughs> boobs. I picked Jennifer as well because she was the most balanced. No, I'm pretty sure uh, the guy underneath her was more balanced. No, he was literally balanced. No, he was. No, she was. Um, no, she had the highest stat for balance. Oh, for balance. I thought yeah. you meant like the stats were balanced. No, literally balance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I jumped off the track a couple times. Yeah, you fly. There is a energy meter that you have to uh, try to keep within a certain, like, I guess, line. Because green, red, whatever. But, you know, when you get to certain areas of tracks that are just straight up downhill, that's when you refill your energy bar so then you can finally pedal again that's yeah. kind of the simplicity behind the game there's a brake button that's very uh, useful <laughs> to and, go around and there's hairpin and 90 degree turns and a jump button yeah i didn't use the jump very much i'll tell you that i did that's why i jumped out of bounds a lot <laughs> all this game wanted me to do uh, got me to do was play um downhill domination on the ps2 yeah. So I played this for 20 minutes and then I go, I want to play a better biking game, <laughs> Downhill Domination. And I can chuck water yeah. bottles at people. Maybe maybe I'll choose that for a future unless we've already played it. I don't know. I don't think we've played that on the podcast. Who doesn't like riding bikes and punching people? That's right. <laughs> but this one, you can't punch people. But I think you can cause crashes because I think I caused a guy to crash. Yeah, but. so you can 
you can kind of body someone into the side, and that'll cause them to uh, go down. Yeah. But even from behind, I was never able to... I was never... Like, if I was catching up on someone, I could never, like, run my tire into them. I don't... I wasn't able to do that either. Yeah, and then... Even if you kind of collide with them or land on top of them, they there's no physics of crashing. But you can crash into cars, and once you touch outside the bounds, because apparently you don't know how to ride off the course, uh, <laughs> you can crash into walls. You can crash into a lot of things. Okay, am I am I dumb here? But there's clearly a soundtrack to this game. But anytime I started a race. The sound. There was never a soundtrack. There was never music or anything. It was just like cr- literal crickets on one level, <laughs> going off. Trying to remember yeah. if, if there was music. Well, I mean, there's and the people watching it. People watching the race are just cardboard cutouts. Well, that's fine. Yeah, okay with you. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, suffers from the era where everything kind of looks the same because they didn't do lighting too well, so everything's like greenish brown. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's weird because mechanically, it's pretty solid. For 1999, maybe it's not good enough. I, I'm trying to remember similar games that kind of came out in this time. I'm thinking like Extreme Racer, where you could actually have physics of running into shit and stuff and taking people out. Did anyone else have like a lot of screen tearing? Yes. I- think so i mean i i just watched youtube videos but there was like constant texture glitching as the player went forward so it was weird when i i i actually did this experiment with the game um games like fucking two dollars at a game store i went to um so i was like all right fine i'll get quarters out of my car and get it uh so i put it in the playstation and the first like two levels had heavy screen tearing just constant glitching out of t- uh, textures in and out, especially in the front of the screen. Uh, you play the desert level with the buildings. The buildings are cutting in and out a lot. And then I put it in the PS2, and it got significantly lessened. I don't know if that has any explanation to it. Maybe someone smarter than me with that sort of technology basis can explain that to me. And then I put it back in the PlayStation to just kind of play other levels. Because I, I essentially just played each level once. And okay. then the screen tearing kind of wasn't there. So I'm just wondering if it's just an ability to render the game better. Like, how, can, how can the system process it faster? I don't know the answer to that, but I found that <laughs> super weird. Yeah, that is weird. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think this game is way too bare bones. Uh, there's just yeah, not a lot too. to it. It's very basic. Yeah. Um, can't I? I can't pass it. Even though, like, I guess technically gameplay wise, there's like not. It's not bad. It's not like it's. Uh, yeah, I just think there's a lot better games that you could spend your time playing. Yeah, than exactly. This. So I'm failing it. Yeah, it's a fail. Yeah, fail. All right, Joey, nice and quick. <laughs> yeah, told you. Had more fun with Paperboy. Uh, are we all in agreement Paperboy was the superior game? Yes. Yeah. 
Okay. I'm going to guess what everyone got, because I, I think you guys are on the same page as me. Does Paperboy get a B and Downhill Mountain Biking get a D? Yes. <laughs> I actually gave them both C's. Ooh, damn it. Joey and I were on the same page, and Colin was a little in the middle there. Uh, I would have given Paperboy an A if it was a little longer. Yeah, if there was, I mean, it, we are talking like NES Atari type age here. Yeah. So Colin went double C. Okay. Join out. I, I guess it just evens out to B and A anyways. Or uh, B and D. B and D, yeah. Yeah. No matter what, but... Okay. So I have the next theme pick, and I'm going to tell you the title already. And yes, it is inspired by Armored Core 6, because that is uh, the hot game of the month for me. Giant fucking robots. You guys into <laughs> that one? Sounds cool. All right. Yeah, but you didn't pick a Gundam game, so I'm a little upset. Well, went a different route. <laughs> I tried to get something from uh, different eras completely to get us uh, to look at it yeah. differently. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Another episode in the books. Colin, you got the theme pick after me on that one. That'll take us through mm -hmm. essentially mid-October. See you next time, everybody. Bye. Bye now.